Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Where is God where you work? Where is God where you work? Somehow I think that's the spirit of a question that's at the heart of our ministry. You see, our ministry is the Christian Car Guy Show, and I have found, especially recently, that that name offends people. It not only offends non-Christians when you say Christian Car Guy, because they think you're trying to sell them something, but it offends a lot of Christians because they're like, you're trying to blend the sacred with the with the non-sacred. Where's God in the car? Surely, Robbie, there's a distinct line there, isn't there? There, there? is. Yeah. And and I, I'm amazed all the time where people will just, they'll text me or they email me or something, people that are just now finding out about our ministry, and they go, what does that have to do with Christianity? And so that's my question for you, and I know I'm singing to the choir, that's the beauty of this show, is that you're listening to this show because, number one, you know God is here. And, and, and number two, you know he's involved in your cars. And so we every week we spend time trying to detect where is God. So this week we're asking you, the listener, where do you see that where you work? And Jerry and I, I've got Jerry here from Race Body Shop. We're going to have a discussion to kind of tell you what we're explaining, what we're talking about. We're just going to take paint, right? The color of your car. And Jerry works in this every day and I challenged Jerry a, little, a few minutes ago. Jerry, where do you see God in paint? Well, you know, when you sit there, that sounds like a question that you're going, what has God got to do with paint? When you start breaking it down and you know the, you know the automotive paint industry and, and the, the, the little flaws in paint and what paint its purpose is, what is the main purpose of paint, Robbie? It's to protect the metal and to make the car look good. And... What does God, I mean, the way you look at this is, you know, what does God do for us? What, what does he want to do for us? It's protect us. And he wants us to look good. And when you start and wants seeing, us to shine. He wants <laughs> us to shine. He wants us to shine and, and, and show, show the light of Jesus Christ in our life. Well, you know, when you start looking at paint, and one of the things that I see all the time is, you know, when somebody says, I've got a paint problem, what's one of the main problens, Robbie? You've been in the car industry. Is What De- happens to paint? Delamination. The, and, you see that little white film that's between two layers of paint there. And, and you know, there's two major causes for that. One is, if you'll think back in the 90s, when Chrysler, Ford, everybody had all these delamination GM, everybody's cars were, the paint was just, the clear was just delaminating. It was just flying off. If you go through the car wash, you was leaving more clear on the bay of the floor <laughs> than you were leaving in the car. And that problem was a, a more of a chemical problem because what they were doing is some of the industry had not caught up completely and this is still a little bit of a problem where they're putting three types of materials in some cases four types of material on a car you put an an epoxy sealer an acrylic underneath that that was like the e-coat that the shipping primer was in and the vehicle when it first came out had that e-coat on it then the, the the acrylic sealers and then you come back with a an acrylic base coat, and then they put this urethane clear on top of it. And these were four and three distinct materials, so they all dried at a different rate. 
the 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 solvent inside of them evaporated at a different rate. So what happened when that happened? You got the delamination. Well, I, when you compare that to the skin of your body, now this is we're doing God detecting here, right? And it's fascinating to me, and I didn't realize it until I got in the car business. But you think about that hood of your car sitting out there, and the and the sun is beating down on it. Especially if you're in Arizona, New Mexico, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Think of the expansion of the metal and how that taint has got to stretch. And then it's got to recede when it gets cooler that night. So it's constantly moving back and forth like that. And it's got pores in it, similar to the pores in your skin, when those things open like that. Now, if, you're, if you just listen to Jerry's explanation, and if you're a little bit familiar with the human body, you know you got all these layers, epidermal, da-da-da-da-da. I'm not a biologist, <laughs> but you get the picture. <laughs> and, and as you're heating up, all this stuff's got to work together. Well, the skin of your car has a lot of technology into that and if they don't do it right it's interesting that similarly when we add god to our skin right jerry absolutely i mean all of a sudden god created us and and it was perfect we're human we created a paint system and it's certainly not perfect but if you look at it, it's the same problem if you don't have all those components working correctly you have a right failure and Part of that is if we don't get in enough God, then we don't have the protection. And now you go to the next point. Another failure of paint is where you have the, you don't have enough millage, enough clear on top of a base coat, and you see the clear peeling off. Well, sort of how we are in our Christian walk. Sometimes we, with an automobile, if you just have just enough clear, and then after time with the waxing and washing it, you start taking some of that meal, some of that, thickness off and then all of a sudden you don't have the thickness it doesn't have the protection and it starts peeling well in our christian walk sometimes we want to have just enough god in our life to keep us shiny for people to see and say oh look at that christian (laughs) we want to keep one foot in that realm and then we want to keep that other foot over in god away from god where that has god doesn't have anything to do with this part of my life but what happens is just like in, in Revelation, what, is, what, is, what does God tell us? You know, hey, you're neither hot nor cold, and I'll spit you from my mouth. I mean, and, and so you got a delaminated Christian. It's yeah. what, what happens. So that's a picture of what we're talking about. When Jeremiah was a young prophet, only 20 years old, his first thing that he went to prophesy was he went and asked the people to start to ask the question, where is the Lord? Yes, you see him at church, but where do you see him at work? And I know you're sitting there now. You may be working at JCPenney, or you might be in the insurance industry, or you might be an investor. Whatever it is that you do, you see, we're asking you to take a look and where do you see God, or where do you see his principles in what it is that you do? God detectors, that's what we're asking for today on the Christian Car Guy. We want you to call in and share that with us, 866 348 Seven eight eight four is a number to call in and share. Where do you detect God in what you do? Maybe you are a painter, or maybe you you're a landscaper, and and you see it all the time in the grass, or whatever it is that you where you see God. You can bless us all with the insight that God gave you uniquely, because you uniquely are doing that kind of work. And I may be the Christian car guy because I happen to see God in my work, but what's really fun is to hear how you see God in your work and you know robbie when you realize that god is involved in it then all of a sudden god opens up doors for you i mean the uh, i guess it was a couple months ago we did a show and you weren't here and i was hosting 
And a gentleman called, I think, from Louisville, Kentucky, that did a lockout, lockout cars. And he talked about, you know what, how God was involved in that because when he would go to the scene of a lockout where it'd be a mother who's went to the shopping and had all her groceries outside the car and needed to get in and locked her car keys in there. But he said it gave me the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as we're standing there and doing that. You know, we all have those opportunities and stuff. And if, if we allow God to come into our workplace, then we see how he opens doors and he puts people in our path and stuff. And that's, I think it's just so cool when we, we realize that we're missionaries uh, everywhere we go. And we are so excited for you to call in today that we have some very special raised body shop because you may know jerry's with raised body shop we have these raised body shop flashlights and these are no ordinary flashlight are they jerry they no, these things are what do they call that um with the really high powered uh, led lights and i mean they really bright oh man i'm gonna tell you what these things are amazing they're little they go in your key ring but they are bright as I'll get out, which if you'll shine your light today by calling in the Christian Car Guy Show and telling us how you have been a God detector at work, we're going to send you out one of these flashlights, 866-348-7884 is a call, is a number to call in and share. We so want to hear from you. It would encourage us so much. And speaking of God detecting, Andy Bowersox is our God detector out there at NASCAR. And he's going to be calling in at 1030, and he's going to be sharing what's going on with that. In our appraisal by the Real Black Book, as I mentioned, Jeremiah asked the people of Jerusalem, why haven't you asked, where is the Lord? And I started to look how that played out into my everyday life, not just at work, and God gave me some fascinating insight on that, and I'm going to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book the Christian Car Guy show is bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform, and this is a live show, so we have lines open, and it'd be so much fun if you call in and see, tell us how you see God. Maybe you're a plumber, and there's something about the flow of water where you, you, you man, I've seen God in this. Um, however that looks, we would love to hear it because you've got that unique insight that only you have, and glorify God today with your call, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. We are God detecting today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We're going to share a few more tips on paint. We're going to tell you a little bit what the better colors are and those kind of things. So we got oh so much coming up for you. So stay tuned. the paint that you work with in the body shop or maybe you're a mechanic and you get the grease under your fingernails every week or you're an investor and you see it in the stock market we are god detecting today on the christian car guy show and we would love to hear from you where do you see god 
in your workplace, something that you see a principal like we were talking about with skin or, or something that just you see uniquely because you're in that profession and you see the principal at work in what you do, we would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. To quote John Eldridge, which I love this quote, by the way, it says, most boys and men share the perception that God is found in church and the rest of life is just the rest of life. It's old Gnostic heresy, the division of the sacred and the profane. The difference between going to church on Sunday or asking the question where you work every day, where is God in this stuff I'm doing? <laughs> where is God in, in my workplace or in my family or, or those kind of things? And paint is, is another thing it does, Jerry, as I reflected upon this. <laughs> it protects against rust. And Jesus clearly told us, right, that, that rust was wanting to come in and seek and destroy, and the enemy's all about rust, isn't he? Absolutely, and and you know that's that 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 goes again. That's that's exactly what what we're talking about is where you see God's, you know, reflected in things we do and and, and in our workplace and stuff. I mean, yeah, what does Jesus want to do for us? Protect us. And the skin of your car has is all those kind of things, but there's also the protection of the investment that you had. And the resale value. And so we want to take a minute and talk about color as a, just a general topic because it's always, uh, if you ever sold cars, you know. That <laughs> you know, there's some cars that just roll in the, at the front there for an estimate to be dropped off for repairs. And you go, oh, you just take a deep breath because there's some that are just, well, as you know, are just problem, problem childs. <laughs> Yes, there are lots of issues when it comes to paint that a lot of folks aren't aware of, and so we did want to break into that subject some. And, and Jerry, when the when what cars do you see when they roll in that you go, oh man, this thing is not. I'm not going to be able to match this. This is going to be a challenge. This isn't going to last. Yeah, you know when you have a you know a lot of people will go and and get a repaint on a car and stuff, and then they're coming up with these these colors that that really aren't a charted color i mean that you've seen them before being traded in well we see them when they come in for an accent where they brought in a, a a color that they saw in a picture and they're wanting it matched up and so they get the car painted that that color well then they have an accident and trying to match that i mean because what you have is just a guy who's on a bench somewhere and just throwing colors in there and you know we even have the technology and the tools that are able to to read it and we take like 10 dimensional photo of it of you know to try to come up with the color and the, to get the right formula but still when you're talking about pearls and reflections and stuff those things are can change one where you're from one angle will be a dead match from another angle will change the color of it and it's just all uh i mean it's difficult it's not a easy process and i think sometimes god looks down at us and said i mean this is don't make this more difficult than you have to <laughs> yeah don't don't it, it, it's interesting there is another uh, interesting analogy there in that a lot of times we try to change our colors <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's only one true color that the, the way that God made you and, and that's the color, but it, it's interesting. We want to be somebody else because we envy the way they look or we envy the way that car. And so somebody will paint their uh, Chevy, a, a Mercedes color or, or, you know, trying to make that happen. But I just want to make another point that from a salesman standpoint, 
and a lot of people say, why is it such a big deal if the car's been repainted? Well, I'll tell you why it's such a big deal, because the next person that goes to buy that car, and if they have any indication that the car's been repainted, they immediately jump to the conclusion that there's been a total, you know, that I'm buying this wrecked car and it's going to be a big problem. And so when you repaint a car that does not have to be repainted, especially if you change the color of the original car, you are telling the world that this car has had structural damage, even though it may not have. Yeah, and, and the other piece of that is just the investment. You know, it is an expensive process to change the color of a vehicle correctly, and that's money you'll never, ever be able to get back in the vehicle. So if you ever, now I'll tell people, because we have people come in and want to change the color of a vehicle, and I will tell them to go home, think about it, and give them a price, <laughs> and I'll say, you know, the thing is, you need to know that you're going to have to own this vehicle till you run the wheels off of it because you're not, you've lost any trade-in value. And, and speaking of trade-in value, now I know that color to a great extent, you're going to go buy a new car and it's got the original factory color and you're saying, and, and, and I've been through that process man, more times than I care to remember maybe. But there are some logical things to think about, okay? And, and I just want to point out that there's resale value. What's the car going to be worth if I if I get this strange color? And it what's gonna what's it gonna look like in the driveway in three years? It looked really good when I first got it, but after three or four years and it's a really different color, what's the resale value of that car gonna be? And what is it gonna age well? And again, I want you to get what you want because the most important factor in buying a car is getting something that that you want. And we're gonna get into that a little bit later in the show, but. When it comes to resale value, there are certain colors that always do well, and they're the basics. White is like the no-brainer, number one color that I could think of for anybody to ever buy because, and Ray will, t Jerry will <laughs> tell you this, although I just can't call him Ray again. <laughs> what is so neat about white is it never fades, right, Jerry? Yeah, when it and, and on your website, <laughs> you mentioned when it fades, it's hard to tell that it, that it fades, and it's easy to to bring it back to life. And it's easy to match, and there's no metallic in it to, to cause that delamination and some of those other things. So white's always good. A flat red, like old red, <laughs> is another one. It shows up well, and it, it doesn't tend to fade do with those, those kind of things. Of course, all that information's at ChristianCarGuy.com. We got on track with Andy coming up. Our appraisal by The Real Black Book, but most of all, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, surely somebody has got a God story, how God is in, in, in their... In their work, 866-348-7884. Yeah. are God detecting today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Where do you see God and something that you work with? Uh, maybe an analogy, something you always say, man, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a house painter and I see it in this every time when I do this work. I'd love to hear your story today. 866-348-7884. We got a little flashlight since you're shining your light. We're going to send out to you. Where do you detect God in your work, we, we certainly want to hear that. And speaking of detecting God, I wanted to mention, you know, we do the Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair labor, not the parts, but labor for single moms and widows. It's there at ChristianCarGuy.com. It's called the Jesus Labor Love. If you know somebody that's in need of that kind of thing, 
Well, about six months ago, I got contacted by a lady that's local here in North Carolina, and she was a widow, and she was very, very, very distraught and crying, and she was struggling to make her house payments. She was fixed to lose her house. She, she needed to move to, to, to Pennsylvania to be with her sister, but you know, her biggest struggle, Jerry, was the way the men in the church were treating her since her husband died. And, you know, it's something to think about, single men, when you see a widow, that's not necessarily open territory. She, she was really, really offended, almost didn't want to go to church because she hated the way the men would treat her. And so I, she came across some other, another job opportunity, and maybe she was going to stay here, so I lost track of her. Well, this week, or maybe the end of last week, she contacted me. Well, she did move to Pennsylvania with her sister, and she'd been without a car for like six weeks. And she needed some help in getting that car transported. And so today, I'm so excited because we have one of our volunteers for the Jesus Labor Love, Josh Peterson, is taking his daughter on sort of a road trip to take that car up to that lady, and then they're going to ride the bus back. And I just want to be praying for Josh and his daughter, everybody out there, that they would have a marvelous trip and that that lady's heart would be warm, that she'd find a good church there in Pennsylvania. If you could read the letter, she, the email she sent me, the, the way she praised God for the way he came through for her. And I just think it's more than cool, Jerry, It's, it's, it's to see something like that because you know Josh and, and his yeah. story a little bit. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, God's going to use us, and it's a matter of just uh, looking for where God is. I mean, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. I mean, you know, you sit there and you, why, 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 Robbie, why are you doing this radio show? It's because of you want to spread the kingdom and the love of Jesus Christ. Why did you bring God and, and, and your love for Christ and your commitment to Christ into your, your workplace when you had the dealership? It's because of you wanted to share that joy with others. And you know what? Each of us have that story. And that's why I really wish people would call in and share those stories where God is, is at work. I mean, for, for Josh, I mean, it's just a driving a car up there, but the difference it'll make in that woman's life is huge. And then God is going to bless him. I'm sure we'd certainly need to pray for him as he's on the road. Yeah. And you can call in with your story. If you're uh, Jerry's mentioning 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We actually have Dave is in Jefferson, Indiana, and he's going to share one of those stories. Dave, you're on the Christian car guy show. Good morning. How you doing, sir? I'm excited now to hear your story. <laughs> well, actually, I got a very, very short one, and I also got a little bit longer one, whichever you want or both. We'll go for both. We got time. All right. So the short one is just simply in the average everyday work life. Uh, most of my career has been as a safety director for uh, mid-sized over-the-road trucking concerns. And just, you know, living a decent Christian life, Several times I've had other drivers or people come to me after witnessing my response to a certain situation or something and saying, you know, man, you're like some kind of one of them Christian guys or something, aren't you? <laughs> and I just, you know, look and smile and say, yes, I am. Anytime you want to talk to me about that, you come and come and see me. So, you know, just living the average typical Christian life in front of people, I think, is, is a story in and of itself. However, I do have a specific one. It's a little bit longer. Uh, this was like 2007 vintage. We had a load of cell phones coming from Chicagoland down to Memphis. And, you know, a load of cell phones on a semi-trailer is 
major dollars. And um, we delivered there like Friday night or something. And lo and behold, Monday morning, it's gone, the whole load. Wow. And that's going to fall back on our company on the uh, cargo insurance. And we had very, very insufficient cargo insurance for that specific load. And, I mean, I prayed and prayed and beseeched God and prayed and prayed. And day one passed and day two passed and day three passed. And right around day three or four, lo and behold, down in Florida, a government worker is driving across a farm and sees a tractor trailer driving across the farm. Well, that piques his curiosity, so he followed it into a barn, and lo and behold, the entire 100% of the load was right there, and we wow. recovered every one of them. <laughs> so that that what, a, what was, an amazing yeah testimony yeah and, and and you know that God has really got us like that. He's got our back, and that was no coincidence. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I'd have, I'd have been out of work, the whole work for it. We'd have had about 500 people unemployed, had that played out to where we would have had to eat it. That is so awesome. And I am so excited to send you out this light, Dave, because you are shining your light out there, man. That is awesome. Well, I Thank try. You. I try. That is so cool. So, God, bless God bless you guys for your ministry. Thanks for calling in. We Thanks really, really appreciate yep. it. Yeah. All right, we got Andy. He's on track. Talk about somebody shining their light out there. Pray your pastor tour. 8,000 miles you've been, Andy. And uh, have you detected God out there anywhere? <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, as I was sitting here listening, we're, we're actually on the way back, Robbie. This is the last day of a three-week Pray for Your Pastor tour that we've been on. But, and uh, probably about 100 miles from home, so I'm getting close. But as I've been waiting there, just three really cool things happened there. I, I, I came in on during the break, and I heard uh, David Jeremiah's little infomercial there for Route 66, which we happened to cross back and forth several times over the last couple weeks. Oh yeah. And then and then uh, Chuck Swindoll had a had a brief spot for his uh, a bit about encouraging pastors and creating some enthusiasm. So this is perfect timing. And then uh, the just the just listening to Dave's phone call there. You know, you like me to share uh, personal stories and things that are unique along our journeys, right? Absolutely. And and uh, so one of the cool things, you know, our, our whole story, we've been through 17 cities now, stopping to pray with pastors, to meet with some strategy partners, and, uh, some, some media partners along the way. But um, but some of the pastors and the, and the ministers we've got to meet, too, it's, it's been great meetings. But one really cool thing, we stopped at a truck stop, in South Dakota, just I think it was last week sometime, and there was a chapel there. Uh, it was actually an old tractor trailer that they turned into a chapel, and it was it was called the Trucker's Chapel. Cool. And so I was unscheduled. I didn't have any reason to uh, to be over there. I thought, well, I'm just going to go over and see what's in there. And here, unbeknownst to me, there is an entire ministry of it's staffed completely by volunteers, volunteer chaplains that position themselves in these chapels at truck stops all over America. And they stay open till uh, sometimes to the wee hours of the morning, ministering to all kinds of different needs. And uh, so anyway, their chaplain Alvin was in there, and he and his wife were sitting in there. He's, he's a retired minister that uh, just feels the Lord calling him to reach out to the trucker community. And so it was totally, uh, it was just a 
gun moment of just me walking over there, but we had a 20 or 30 minute meeting, got to pray together, pray over some of the trucker needs that were there and, and just encourage him. But for me, that was an, that was an encouragement in and of itself, just to be able to find that spot and know that there are people, you know, God calls us all to different ministries, right? We talk about this all the time, but, uh, but here's one that is really making a difference and ministering to the lives of truckers. So, and I that's, just, that's uh, probably, yeah. that's a tough yeah, life, isn't that? You're exactly right. It's called Transporters for Christ, and it, it, we've had them on a few times, Andy. They are an amazing ministry, and they do some other stuff, that really cool stuff, uh, in helping out against uh, abducting young women and uh, whatever, you know, the, the slavery that's going on, the Transporters yeah, for yeah, Christ, they're, 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 they're real active. and. You know what's so cool for me, Andy, is that I know that you are out there. You've got these like giant God detecting ears and <laughs> eyes where you, wherever God is, Andy Bowersox is like, man, there he is. I see him over there. I'm gonna head over there. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> well, and, and you know, our job is just to encourage those people. That specifically, that's where the Lord has called me, and for our ministry is to be an encouragement to those that are in a spiritual battle and are making a difference. And so. That's, uh, you know, you mentioned human trafficking there. I had a chance to speak at a, at a Andy, prayer Andy, I hate to cut you off because we are, oh. we are the, the music of the break is here. Okay, well, well, we'll finish it up. We're looking forward to it. We'll have Andy back, and we got another caller. We're anxious to hear it when we come back. Listen, we want to hear your story, 866-34-TRUTH. See the Father. We are God detecting today on the Christian Car Guy Show. In your work, what it is that you do, or maybe something that you saw, we are anxious. We got time to get a few more in. 866-348-7884. We have Tim is in Youngstown, Youngsville, North Carolina. Tim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, how are you? It's, uh, it's actually Kerry, not not Youngsville. I, I actually picked up the wrong Tim. There's two of you. Hang on just a second. I'm oh. going to get the right one on. Tim, are you there? Which one? The Tim in <laughs> Youngsville. <laughs> the Tim and Kerry, we're going to get to you in a minute. I just picked the wrong Tim, but you're on there now, Tim. Okay. Well, uh, guys, listen, I'm, uh, first of all, I want to say that you know I'm, I'm really excited. I, I uh, just started listening to your program recently, and I, I had no idea that anybody like you guys was out there. And... um been a mechanic now for about five years, and uh, it's just really exciting to me to, to hear that there's something like this out, out there, um, helping people out, especially the thing with the people who are in need. That's something that's been on my heart to do, so I just wanted to first say thanks, you know, thanks for you guys doing this. Um, okay. It's really exciting for me personally. Um, the second thing is, you know, I really, uh, I need I need some help. I mean, um, you know, I've, I realized recently that I need to be seeking some wisdom of some godly men that have uh, been ahead of me a little bit in the walk, and so I heard you guys' this show this morning, I heard what you're talking about, and uh, I really needed uh, maybe to ask you a question, if you, if you don't mind me hijacking the program for a second. <laughs> oh, no, please, please. Um, when you talk about, you know, seeing God in your work, um, recently what I've started doing is uh, 
Um, I'm one of those guys that maybe when you go to apply for a car loan or whatever, try to get a car, um, and you don't have real great credit. Right. They um, they send a, they, you know, they install a GPS device on your car. So basically, it makes it easier to to repossession if they have to or anything like that. And uh, I've been struggling a lot with it recently, you know, kind of trying to figure out if it's something that I can see God's hand in. You know, is it something that He, um, you know, is that a good thing? Is it a, is it a good career to be in? Is it something that um, I'm pleasing God with, or is it something that I maybe need to get to back out of and find something else? You know, it's it's hard because in a lot of ways, you know, I can see it's good because um, you know it makes it expensive for everybody if we they have to keep going repossessing cars and things like that, but also you know, I don't know. You know, so I, I know you Tim, guys. I, I, um, I love your heart to begin with, and I love that question. I, I see exactly where you're coming from, and I know where you're coming from because I have been where you sit. And, really? and, and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a car dealer for many years. And so the question that, that Tim's really asking is if these people that get loans to people with uh, marginal credit, they charge them what most people consider to be usury and some extensive fees in order to provide them. But the, the, the justification for that on their side is that, wow, if we don't do it, the people want to have a car that can't get to work. And so I'm doing them a big favor. But the question is, are you taking advantage of the poor? Now I know Tim, you're not doing that yourself because you're not the one who's obviously making the huge profit on the loans. Of course you're making a living and feeding your family and that's in the, in the midst of that. And so I've written a lot of articles about that. There's going to be a special place in hell for those people that take advantage of, they, they set up in their mind that I am here to take advantage of people that are distraught, that have got bad credit. But it's obvious that that's not your heart at all, Tim. And so what I would, my recommendation would be that you really seek God on, if I've got to use these lenders, which lenders are the least, um, which ones are not taking advantage of these people or how can I help these people? Or if I were in these people's shoes, because the neat thing is Tim, God has provided you with an understanding few people have. And so how could you use that wisdom that he's given you to help these people as if you were in their shoes to do unto them, as you would tell your sister or your mother, look, I I wouldn't go get this car loan. And I've done that many times because this is going to be predatory for you. This is going to go bad for you. But in some people's case, God put you there for a reason for such a time as this, Tim, to be there for those people. And I admire your courage to hang in there, and, but it's going to take a lot of discernment. Yeah, to- you know, and, and Robbie, and, and the biggest hurdle Tim has got over is the fact that right off the bat, he said he'd been praying about it, looking to see where God how God is, is directing him and stuff and, you know, and seeking counsel from, from, from godly men. I mean, that's, you that's know, I wish I had that. I wish I wish it was that, that, that yes and no and, and black and white <laughs> answer on that. But I think it's the, the, the answer is seek counsel from godly men and pray to God about it and see what he directs you to do. And Tim, I, I'm hoping Johnny got your contact information because I would love to talk to you at length about some mm-hmm. of those issues I, I, and not on over the air with everybody, but those things are near and dear to my heart. And there's no doubt that those people need help that need a car. And you might be just the guy that God has in that position. So God bless you. I appreciate your call more than you know. Well, thank you guys. I mean, I really, um, 
it's kind of a God moment thing because I just happened to get my dad's car. He let me borrow it this morning, and you guys were on. And I'm, I'm, oh. so, I'm going to put I'm you on struggling. hold, and, and Johnny's going to get your um, number. Thank you. God bless you, brother. All right. That was awesome. Now we are going to get Tim and Carrie. And, uh, Tim, you are on, finally really on the Christian Car Guy show this time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's no problem. It's uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, we had a few too many Tims, but I'm interested about your God story. Well, I have threes, but uh, I'll try to keep it short. Uh, uh, my former uh, business was I was a painter, and so I was just thinking about the fact that you have to do estimates, and uh, you t- take the square footage of the house. Oh, no. Are you still there, Tim? God, he was getting so good. Uh, <laughs> he was talking about the square. Call back, Tim. <laughs> Tim, please. Oh, man, he had the square footage of the house and all that stuff. And then we lost him. He must have been on a cell phone or something. We got Dennis is in Winston-Salem. Dennis, tell us. Oh, we lost Dennis in the meantime, too. It must have been a, a bit of a phone situation. But Johnny's got somebody else on the phone. Hopefully he's going to get them on for us because we don't have a lot of time. We can maybe get one more story in. Um, but I did want to say this, that God is really, really interested in you, not just in what goes on in church, but when you think about your child coming to you at Christmas and would you want them to tell you, well, whatever you want from me, Dad, or would you rather them tell you what they really, really wanted? Well, God has got that kind of thing for you. And, um, well, I'm not going to take the time and share that story. We got Sharon, and I really want to hear her story. So, Sharon, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi. Can, can you go quick for us? Yeah. Sure. I'm calling to tell a story. I was looking for a job. I'm a nurse. Uh-huh. And... I was working with one company, but I decided I wanted to change jobs. So I called this lady that I knew was running a practice, in a small practice in the town, and I called her just over the telephone, and I asked her if she was hiring. And she said, well, actually, I am looking for someone. And she went on and told me the requirements and all, and we set up an appointment for me to interview with her. And then she kind of hesitated, and she said, there's one very important thing I need to tell you. She says, I am a Christian. I run my office as a Christian business. Oh, wow. And there are Bibles laying in my lobby. And if you have a problem with that, you know, you don't even need to come. <laughs> oh, tears just, it was Oh, just, wow. That is so cool, Sharon. I hate, uh, I hate to cut you short, but I really, really do because... That music's yeah, telling me we right. ran out of show, and Tim called back from Carrie, and I'll never find out about the square foot. I'm going to have to have Johnny get that story so I could write it down and put it up at the website, which I would point out the story I was going to share about the Christmas present and all that is at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as all about Jesus, labor, love. Find out if you ever got a question you want to ask Jerry or any of these guys, go to our Ask an Expert page at ChristianCarGuy.com. And how about this week? looking around and seeing where is God like Jeremiah the prophet where is God where I work he's going to show up and amaze you and weeks to come don't forget call early get your calls in so we don't (laughs) run out of time